We on? Can we start? We're on, lad. All right. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Always Love Podcast. Uh, this is a spontaneous episode. It's um, 25 to 12 Saturday on a Saturday night. Saturday the 8th of August. I've come out to Auckland to um, spend some time with some mates and I've um, ended up spending a uh, pretty rowdy night in um, South Auckland with one of my usos, uh, Sean Mutu. Um, I just want to make a shout out to Sean. He's, we're using his uh, his microphones, his laptop and um, all of his gear as well. And shout out to um, him making me a nice cup of tea as well. Um, also, I just want to uh, get you to introduce yourself, brother. Oh, man. Uh, what's up, team? My name is Sean. Hail from South Auckland. I run as one of the bros. Met him through um, my missus is uh, one of her best best mates. Best mates. Uh, it's been an interesting one uh, coming to know you. Um, it has, bro. It has. It's a. Um, how long have we known each other for now? What? <laughs> Don't ask me, bro. We've already <laughs> talked about this. I, I forgot the first time. I Sean's met got you. a memory like a fish. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. My bad. My bad, my bad. Okay, bro. Um, we'll, we'll cut straight to the chase. Um, tell us about yourself, bro. Um, how old are you? Where you grow up, bro? Tell us about your upbringing, your family. Sheesh. All right. Yeah. So I'm 22 now. Um, at the moment, I'm. Uh, you're only 22, bro. I feel like you have the maturity of like a 30 year old, eh? Oh no, bro. Don't say that. Don't say that. Please. Um. Yeah, born and raised out south, uh, Mangri, now residing in Paptoi, but interesting enough, I actually spent kind of all my schooling years out east, so yeah. I went out to Glendowie College. What was that um, like, bro? <laughs> uh, it was an interesting one, so I guess, you know, uh, the reason being was just, you know, my, my old lady wanted me to kind of have the best education, also wanted to, to a degree, keep me out of, out of trouble, uh, that's really just a reflection of, I guess, what... um. You know, my older bros and, and all that, you know, out here, out south, she just wanted the best for me. So, yeah, sent me out Glendowie. What that looked like was always just early get-ups, heading over. Bus? Yeah, very bus, train buzz, that life. But it was good because I think, if anything, it just taught me to have, you know, independence quite early. Yeah, right. So, now I was yeah, like a 100%. young fuck catching that, that train and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it was always fun uh, in, in, in that sense. But um, if anything, it was good because, you know, my troubles would stay out east. <laughs> <laughs> Come home to the south and not bring all your nah, rubbish. Nah, no, no, yeah, that's not coming home with me. <laughs> yeah, but That's good, bro. Early, um, you just mentioned about your older brother. How many how many siblings do you have? So I've got the two, bro. I've got I've got my older brother's, uh, Salon, who's actually just going to, he's about to get married oh, in October. True. And then I've got my Shout older brother. Shout out bro. to Salon. Congrats, brother. <laughs> That's the one tying the knot, and then I've got my older bro who just stays with his family out out west side. Oh, yeah. When will you be um getting the knee dirty in time? <laughs> <bro? laughs> hey, hey, hey! You gave me in trouble. Uh, so uh, you already uh, noticed. After Barlow, eh? he'll be the first one to drop the knee. Gotta, yeah, gotta tick some boxes there, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, tell us about. So obviously you're Samoan. Very um, so. You fluent? No, not fluent. No, I'm not. Okay. I actually no. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I, I'm currently taking someone language classes. Oh, it's true. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you um? How do you go about <laughs> that? If anyone's keen to start doing some. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I heard this one um over the radio. They were just promoting uh, free Samoan language classes. Yeah. Uh, you just sign up online. I think it's quite literally a website called PEC dot AC dot NZ something like that. Just yeah. a Google search, you'll, you'll you'll find it. But if anything, like. What inspired me, and you know, when you talk about being someone, is just wanting to reconnect with that side of myself. I yeah. feel like, to a degree, kind of going, going out to a school out east and spending all my, 
school in life out you know those ways i guess for context for the you know, listeners it is a predominantly kind of balangi school to an extent you know so i felt like kind of growing up because i wasn't really surrounded by you know my own people to a degree like i kind of lost that way about myself yeah and, 100%. And, and i was the same bro yeah yeah 100 percent. i was never fluent i was like yeah i was never fluent mm-hmm. but I knew a little bit of the language when I went down to Palmy yeah. and I instant I, I lost that within at least six months. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it, it just happened real quick for me personally. Um, True. T- tell us, so mum and dad fluent and so? Yeah, very. So they're fluent, and yeah. I like you know I don't I hate to make excuses for it. I, you know that um, there's just something about you know being Samoan that <laughs> when when it also you know comes and talks to you and like you know talks to you in Samoan and, and is surprised that you can't speak it it's it's kind of tough because it's like yeah it is oh, to an extent yeah, it's bro, like man yeah. like you know I'm still very much Samoan like my way of life my culture everything I yeah, do bro. you know yeah yeah um yeah it's, it's just that thing that I think that I, I need to do yeah uh, 100% stage, yeah. yeah I'd like to um do something like that when the time comes but yeah you reckon yeah man 100% yeah oh, it's important bro were you ever into like I don't know like kapahaka and stuff like that Growing up, bro, I was never really immersed in that kind mm. of culture. So, was that something that was available at Kings? Yeah, bro. Yeah, Dang. they were mad at it. Oh, true. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I think um, we had. I think my first year, um, T Hawk was our was our kaya. Mm. Um, so Laura does um, babysitting for his little brother and little sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's real cool. So T Hawk here was unreal at it, bro. Um, yeah. And then that first year, I think they made. Cause they got a polyfest, like they were competing at polyfest, and then I think they qualified for the nationals. The first ever time Kings has been, um, in a uh, couple of nationals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And True. um, and then the next year they qualified again, and bro, our last year one of my other mates, um, Johannes Leitwala, I mentioned him in my uh, my second podcast. He's full sar, he's fluent in sar, and he was our kai for kapaka. And bro, he learnt this whole bracket yeah. in Māori. Like that's how talented he was. Holy he could lead, he could sing, he had rhythm. Wow. Bro, he was unreal. One yep. of the most talented guys I've ever seen, eh? Yep. Um, so he's like fluent in sa, everything like that, and he was leading yeah. Kapaka group. Bro, well that's that's he's what insane, I think, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what's so beautiful about like living in New Zealand as a Samoan person is that we don't fray well how i feel is like i don't fray away from the culture that is here yeah. you know the moldy culture yeah so like uh, uh, yeah i love the moldy culture like even bro that's that's something that that i've always been keen to ask you so obviously moldy's in new zealand um yeah. so that's kind of their culture yeah. tell us about what it was like being a samoan living in a different country than your origin mm mm oh man uh, for me okay so you know it was it was the classic kind of it was a beautiful thing like we I, I wouldn't say like we didn't come from much because you know I'm I'm so like kind of grateful you know for everything but growing up you know it was the classic bunch of cousins you know bunch of cousins all yeah. in one place aunties uncles all kind of living together and stuff like that yeah and and it was just a beautiful thing of you know just always being there for one another always doing things in the best interests of everyone else around you whether that be like for owls chores yeah. stuff like that just 
paying your respects to you know your elders and, and and everything like that but like you had the beauty as well as of just growing alongside your cousins like they're your siblings yeah that's cool eh? yeah bro. so that's and 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 it, it's paid off in a certain you know like today i like my cousins are my best friends yeah you know we talk to each other like every single day kind of thing and it's so trippy when uh, say like a new kind of partner comes into the family they buzz out at just how tight we are as cousins yeah. they're like they're like isn't this a, a bit weird family, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Big family. yeah exactly how right? many and um so how many brothers and sisters do you do your mom and dad have <laughs> oh sheesh oh, <laughs> hopefully mom and dad don't listen to this because oh, they got so many but it, it's like along the lines of like so mum's one of seven I think, and dad's like one of, I think, nine. Sheesh. This is off the top of my head. So yeah. there's a fair few. Yeah. And then you can think about the kids that they have. They have. <laughs> and 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just gets hectic. That's hectic, bro. Yeah. So um, tell us about your job, bro. What do you do for a job? Yeah, so I work in the media industry, particularly I do a bit of marketing. So I work at a marketing agency called Overdose over here in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, essentially, <laughs> the way I like to explain it, just make it as easy as possible, is just uh, any ads you're seeing on social media, like the likes of YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, everything online, when you see an advertisement come up, essentially that's me working that for a client to kind of plug that in for them right. and like do like strategy pieces around that. Right. Yeah, Is yeah. there like certain algorithms that your team kind of have to... Yeah, yeah, sus. Oh, man, yeah, totally. And man, if anything, uh, if I've learned anything about, uh, you know, working in, in digital kind of marketing, it's just, I guess, the power that, you know, uh, social media is capable of and, and the likes of, the likes of, you know, the big kind of companies like Google and Facebook and what they're able to do, uh, what kind of control they have over, you know, being able to target people. It's it's pretty scary to an extent, man. Yeah. So like, you know, some of the work I can do, like uh, I can be able to, you know, target it. You know, it's the classic, you know, when you're chatting in a room about a certain product or something and then it pops up on your feed. Yeah, yeah. Bro, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, bro. Oh, Tell us, bro. is it true? If if your phone hears something, yeah, 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 and it pops up on your mm. screen, the next is it true that your phone can actually, or is that full of shit? So by law, like they're not allowed to do that. Oh, really? That's yeah, that's a breach of your, you know, that they can listen in on you. Yeah, but they certainly have the power to do that. Far out. They, they, you that's know, trivia. that's something you know, in my opinion. When I use, you know, look on the back end of the platforms that's able to do that stuff. Yeah, it certainly has the capability of being able to do that kind of stuff. That's crazy. At the moment, it's like some spy shit. It's like tapping into your phone, bro. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, that's the world we live in today. Yeah, Yeah, bro. Surveillance. Wait, you're just saying Facebook? I seen an ad on. Oh no, not an ad. It was a um. You know when you go through, you scroll through Facebook and you see just like random facts and stuff. Yeah. I saw one on Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. the founder of Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's since made over a hundred billion dollars and he's in like the top two percent of the most richest people in the world uh, so, yeah something stupid that like wouldn't that. surprise me like what would you do with that money yeah yeah Bro, here's, here's a hot question if you won the lotto <laughs> next weekend 40 I think it's 41 mil or 34 mil oh, what what would you do with geez. it bro um oh there's not much I can do can't leave the country <laughs> <laughs> would have gone MIA man no one would uh, hear from me again. Nah, yeah. um, nah. I'll do the classic like pay off mom and dad's mortgage <laughs> and everything in between. I don't even know. Eh? Like the, the opportunity you could do. Um, but for the most part, 
I think it would spring me into looking into like um you know business yeah outside of you know obviously putting a way to save would, would you look yeah, at starting a business or would you invest or would you do both or i'll do a bit of both i reckon yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely man that'll be an interesting one yeah. i think like yeah for sure bro that's buzzy um bro tell us about so tell us about obviously you play a bit of league tell us about <laughs> that bro when did you start playing league oh fuck yeah so i play for um odahu older blue um through and through man uh bread bro i'm bread gonna interrupt corn. you i saw um you got like custom air force ones made oh uh, yeah jeez shout out to uh, i think it's just for kicks on instagram that's dope bro do you have um, i don't i don't because jen, yeah it's getting sent over uh, uh, yeah, so it was yeah. a present from jen uh, my beautiful girlfriend She's always providing, man. She just always knows what she I, is I, I want. She's always need. buying you dope. Uh, yeah, she's, she's a real she one. She can buy though. me dope kid if she wants. <laughs> Jen, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, very. Uh, I can't wait for those to come through. Yeah. But um, yeah, play, play for Oda Who. Um, in terms of where I started, I actually started at Pop Toy, yeah. just up, up the road here. Um, played for the Panthers. Um, if anything, very like, I just enjoy it. I've never really, well, I'll be lying. When I was younger, I used to always dream of being in the NRL or anything in between. Yeah. But I, you know, kind of nowadays, you know, my, my interests have kind of gone elsewhere. I've found a desire and a love for like the space of marketing and stuff. Yeah. But it's given me like a good and positive kind of approach to how I see footy. You know, I just love to play it, love to play alongside the boys. Um, and it just keeps keeps your minds off things sometimes. You know, after a busy day of mahi, you can just go to training and just, you know, let it all out. That's it, bro. What yeah, position do you play? Uh, <laughs> good one. Uh, I'm a bit of a utility at the oh, moment. Oh, so, uh, love your work. Bro, straight up. Anywhere and everywhere is usually the case with me, man. You'll find me. They'll chuck me anywhere. Give this man a short. jersey and a set of boots and he's on the field. <laughs> That's exactly it, man. No That's the mentality you got to take. That's it. Yeah, That's it. Be grateful for um, being on the field. Ah, that's it, bro. Because you never know when your day, you know, like one day you'll just look back on it like it's a memory. So that's what I was thinking. eh? like here I am not playing any sport. Imagine Mm. being like fifty and just wanting to play sport, but your body's too Mm. too mounted to actually play sport, bro. For (laughs) for any of those, for any of my listeners who are thinking of starting an e-commerce business Mm. or who have got a business currently and they use digital marketing, what would be some advice for them um, moving forward? And okay, oh, where geez. digital marketing is going in the future, how can they prepare for that and get on the front foot? Shucks, that's a big one. Um, okay, cool, cool. I think um, definitely organize and strategize in terms of what that looks like for them. So, like for example, you know, you, you go ahead and you open a website, everything's all good and dandy. I would say it's so important to just really look at you know how you strategize your approach when you're when you're talking to your market online because so often i think where people go wrong is they're often pushing very sales-based messaging um, to people online and you got to take into consideration the nature of of an online experience because you know compare it to maybe in store like if someone goes in store like a helen science or something you can actually have a genuine chat face to face with someone whereas you know with the nature of kind of flicking through your phone you only got a moment to get someone's attention you know what i mean um so it's so important that like 
you got to be able to nurture that journey for the user that's yeah. going through. And what that looks like is, you know, you break it down by like a funnel. So the funnel being like, you know, at the top of the funnel is really just building a sense of brand awareness of what you guys are all about. Yeah. And like, it's a really beautiful thing of just, you know, you just want to let people know what you're all about. You're not pushing sales, you know, not pushing like buy my jersey yet. For you know, with the beanie you're wearing, you know, shout out one three eight, you know, yes, boy. You want to you want to talk about you know, this is what I stand for. This is what the brand's about, you know. And you're not pushing that sales heavy stuff, you know. You're just talking about you know everything that 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 makes you passionate for your brand because be you know essentially that gives you an idea of who's actually engaging with your with yeah. your users online, and then like you, you get you get a feel from that. Off the back of that, you know, and again, back to the power of what Facebook's able to do, Google's able to, is that you can pick up on the type of users. So, like, you can see, okay, like, these are the, these are my users who seem to engage with their brand, and these are my users who, like, knock off, don't really care about it. You can, like, then you then start to nurture on those people who actually kind of care about it. So, you start to talk about, like, um, you know, you start to engage them with, you know, a new product. You start to show them, like, your new line of work and stuff. And they start to get more interested to a point where, you know, they kind of qualify at a point that, you know, this is someone that you think will, you know, perhaps buy your product. Yeah. And that's when you start pushing that kind of sales messaging of, like, you know, here's the jersey, so-and-so price and stuff in between. Buy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for a yeah, hard out bro. Yeah. But, you know, I just fray away from just thinking if you put something out and just put a price on it that people are going to buy it. That's it, bro. Hey, you got to yeah. have a message with it. Exactly. And I think there's a lot of people out there doing a, doing a, um, a good job of that as well, bro. Shout I reckon out so to, too. Shout out to 138. If yeah, you follow yeah. his journey, bro, and you look, listen to his podcasts, he's documenting his whole journey and pretty much t um, giving oh, everyone a ride with it so yeah, if anyone out here hasn't listened to the 138 yeah. podcast yet you better get on it yeah and i think like sorry like just on that like everyone well not i don't know about everyone but like you know, people are so kind of bought into authenticity you know what i mean yeah and i know with growth often that can be lost along the way sometimes you know yeah, right. like that you know as you get bigger as you kind of you know you, you get bigger and then you get more levels to it often like down the line it can you can lose its sort of authenticity and it gets really commercial yeah it's like it's a really difficult kind of balance at times that you you got to be able to ensure that the people that you're getting on board uh are bought it like they buy into you know your 100%. cause and everything in between because yeah. it's it's easy when oh, it's easy to stay authentic when it's just you when you're just doing your own brand you yeah know, and you're alone but i think when you start to push through and you actually start to get some traction you get bigger and bigger how do you how do you you know keep it authentic with That's all your thing, other? Hey, do you roll the dice and do you go big and do you just blow up or do you stay the same and stick true to your values and stuff? Hey, eh? oh, do yeah, you think yeah. there's a fine line there or not? I think I think you you can't go. I don't know, like a, you can't buy a Rolls Royce and and not have the keys. Like <laughs> you know, you, it takes time to be able to build that. You can't just kind of throw money at as something and yeah, expect bro. it to just expand because yeah. you're yeah you're gonna lose something along the way with it you know whether that might be your authenticity like um it's so important that that like it, it's not say like just because it gets big that it loses it but you got to make sure that you, you you maintain it you yeah, know yeah. as you grow that you you ensure everyone's on the same page and everyone's you know saying the same you thing. gotta have the right people in your business so yeah for sure bro. absolutely for sure. where do you see digital marketing going in the next 10 years bro yeah good question um man i think it's just gonna blow up. i only think it's gonna get bigger and bigger yeah i think we saw uh we saw sign of that through kind of covid 
you know, through, yeah, sorry, right. through lockdown more so here in New Zealand. Um, so for us, you know, within a digital marketing space and particularly for uh, the place I work at, Overdose, we're like a full service agency where we do like from website creation through to development through to marketing. So it's like this full service thing. And, you know, where we saw a lot of other agencies kind of fall off um, because, you know, they do other sides of things with the likes of like billboards, out of home, um, like public relations and stuff. And they suffered quite a bit. We saw just a huge influx in people just begging, you know, get us online or, you know, improve our experience online and like, for almost all our clients it was just just this massive boom of just demand online so much so that like they just couldn't keep up with demand like it was that hectic bro um that but like you know that just shows the sign of what it's capable of like what online is capable of yeah and i think everyone realizes that now that you know you can you online is the place to be so i i only see it expanding and i like from a google facebook sorry um perspective I only see like, you know, your capabilities getting, you know, more and more kind of, you gain more options as, as, as a, as a business to be able to promote, you know, yeah. your product. Yeah. But that's not that at the same time that falls back on the dangers of it, of like, again, like, you know, listening and on the phone and stuff like that. Like yeah. where do you draw the line with that and, and stuff? It, it's an interesting one. eh? Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. How, how fast could you smack up a website? <laughs> that's not my job <laughs> <laughs> i just flick it to the other side of the uh, team or other side of the office <laughs> Love you, uh, yeah depends on the, depends on the product and everything between like the build uh, it just gets quoted time uh, you know depending on what they're wanting yeah bro tell us about obviously i've got um i've got a f- quite a few sar mates and hmm. you guys all have like a a, a a common theme about you guys and it's just mm. real selflessness and humility yeah and you guys are all real humble um come on bro no no no. honestly (laughs) so i know i know you know what i'm talking about okay um and to put it in context for those followers out there I, i guess to make an example of it hard to hard to explain the boys i know specifically um and you included barriers you guys would give someone your last dollar when they don't really need it Mm. before you before you'd um, use it for yourself you know what i mean yeah yeah um tonight's a perfect example (laughs) you know what i mean um and that didn't surprise me at at all although Mm. it was you know gratefully Gratefully appreciated. So tell me about that, bro, and yeah. kind of dive into um, what kind of leads yeah. that kind of mindset and perspective with you guys. Oh, man, it's 100% like just our culture of serving others before we serve ourselves, man. Yeah. Growing up, um, it's uh, it, it's been like little things growing up, you know, doing little chores and for hours. So like, you know, making teas for our elders, always making sure our elders are, are served first, you know, and everything in between for that. Yeah. But also, you know, going out, you know, my mum, sorry, growing up, yeah, my old lady would always just harp on about, you know, what can you do for others before you serve yourself? <laughs> um, you know, I think growing up, you know, to an extent it was like, it would, It'll get annoying, but you, know, you you get older and you realize how important those kind of traits are. Yeah. 
you know how important it is to you know be someone who's working in the interests of others and just making sure that the people around you are okay because ultimately the blessings come back you know what i mean in some shape or form and 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 that's the beautiful thing like you know just having faith that that ultimately you know when you bless someone ultimately you know that blessing will come back in, in a different way yeah so that that's the way i look at that bro yeah i rate yeah. that bro i um i guess for me and my perspective it's it's cool to see from the outside and yeah. it's frustrating at the same time mm. because I don't know. I don't know. You know, like it's, yeah, um, yeah. it's like, nah, man, you don't, you don't have to pay for dinner and be like, no, no, I'm paying for dinner. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? I get what, um, I, yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. That, that, yeah, that, that's kind of where I was going with it. Yeah, but yeah. Well, no, I get what you, you guys, mean. Bro, SARS, in fact, all Polynesian people are the mm. same, bro. And, and obviously, um, Polynesians are, um, real religious and, and and I know that you're religious and we'll touch mm. on that um, and go into as much depth as you want it to bro but kind of just <laughs> tell us about how how faith for you your faith in general has kind of led you through your, your life so far and mm. how you've been able to to lean on it bro to get you get you through some hard times yeah 100% so like I guess in relation to faith, it kind of bleeds into our culture or, or at least, you know, with, with family as well as that, like the values in terms of being able to serve others before yourself and stuff just translates really into my faith as a Christian, you know, being able to, you know, uh, I guess adopt the teachings that, you know, that I learn and that I read, you know, day to day and come across. It just really humbles me, gives me humility. And also like, yeah, during tough times, which tough times do come. It's know, inevitable, always, bro. Yeah, you know, 100%. like everyone's going through something. Yeah, that's and if it. you're not, you're perfect. And no one's perfect. So you're yeah. lying to yourself. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Just what I find is that like, you know, when I seek kind of wisdom in, in, in that in that respect during those difficult times and I turn to my faith, I often find the answers. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not the answers I want to hear as well. I think that's, that's something that often people get kind of knocked up about is that like, um, they think that if you go looking for the answers, you're going to find what you wanted to hear. But the reality is that sometimes it's going to be a lot tougher. Uh, you know, it might be a tougher thing that you may have to give up or sacrifice just, you know, you know, sacrifice towards because ultimately the thing that you so loved was actually the thing that was hurting you. Hurting you. Yeah. So, Damn. you know, it's, it's, it's teachings like that that kind of go against... Uh, I would say, you know, to a degree, like you know, what the world tells you to do, you know, in terms of, you know, kind of working to, for yourself and, and, and just like, you know, benefiting yourself sometimes. It's actually looking on how you can give to others, how you can sacrifice for others. Yeah. Um, because ultimately when that just changes your view on things that like it gives you purpose as well to a degree. Like, so for me, when I'm finding a tough time, like just knowing that I'm, I have a purpose to serve someone else or, you know, that someone... That's the thing, you know, bro, is having having a purpose. And, mm. and and a lot of people don't think they have a purpose, but everyone mm. does. Mm. And I think I that the, the moment where people don't think that they have a purpose yeah. is where they get stuck. And yeah. um, like how you and I were, how I was explaining to you how we, um, in my job, how we deal with a lot of people who have anxiety yeah. and depression issues and... Yeah. Like they're, they're being led to believe that they're worthless. Mm. Um, I almost feel like they don't 
they forgot their purpose in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if yeah, you find totally. your purpose, you'll have a passion, you'll be motivated, and you'll do great things. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But I, I think it's not a fact that people who are affected by depression and anxiety and stuff like that, because they're pretty big words, mm. um, it's not just because they don't have a purpose. But I think, I don't know, I think it will definitely contribute to the fact that they're just a little bit lost, bro, and they need a little bit of guidance. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that, obviously, I'm, I'm not... I'm I'm not religious, mm, mm. but I believe in that type of stuff as mm, well. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, and I've yeah. always been open minded regarding all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I've never been one to think think down upon it and think, "Oh, that's stupid." That you know, because yeah, that's yeah. that's no good for anyone. Mm. In fact, you're just showing how much of a closed minded person you are. That's true. You know what that's I mean? True. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And then, like, you know, just touching on what you talk about, you know, with purpose. More often than not, that you know, when I feel, you know, when I'm feeling low or anything, or for anyone who's out there listening who who feels low, more often than not, you'll be surprised to find out that you know one day you know, your struggle will, will might be a testimony that needs to be shared with someone else who needs to hear that message. That's exactly you know? right, bro. And that's another reason why I decided to start a podcast is because exactly. the struggles that I've been through yep. can definitely help someone else. Yeah, and that's it. Um, in my last podcast, I mentioned that if anyone else was having struggles with being selected for footy or anything like that give me a message bro i've had like two or three people message me bro how do you how do you go about this how did what's some advice that i could do you know like it's just stuff like that bro that in any other place like they they like here i am with all this experience and knowledge Mm. and just keeping it within myself well it's Mm. no good eh? that's no good to no one yeah 100 percent Whew, man, we're going pretty deep, bro. <laughs> Damn. Single, single swim, bro. Single <laughs> swim. <laughs> um, <laughs> bro, obviously, you and I have just been having a tattoo on the um, on your new DJ decks. <laughs> Tell us about that, bro. DJ Noise 249. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I got a, I got a name, eh? Yeah. Um, I've been called. What's D- your What's your DJ handle, bro? DJ Candy Cam. <laughs> All right, this podcast is finishing. Shit. All right, no, no, no. I mean, some, like, some quick context to why it's DJ Candy Can. It's just so uh, my family reckon that when I have when I have a drink, I have an alter ego. So they call me Kane when I'm on the bruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it just went from there. And oh, then I got I got the decks, and now I'm DJ Candy Can. <laughs> <laughs> so, bro, tell us about how you how you got into um. Yeah, slapping yeah. on the dicks, sharks, man. Um, it was really just so one of the bros. Um, he he's a mean DJ. Yeah. Um, Keanu, Keanu Tiriti, bro. Shout out to you, bro. He's been just coming through and just jamming with me, like showing me. He he has dicks at his, so I've just been like watching him do it, and like man, it's it's a vibe, eh? Like yeah. you've already seen here. Yeah, it's bro. just oh, so. I guess what I used to do was um, like I played a lot of COD. You know, I oh, did you? Call of Duty. Yeah, bro. Was I used some, to play hard. What? Call of Duty. Warzone, bro. Warzone. Like, I used to do a bit did of you fair bit like, of that. Um, Black Ops 1, Black Ops 2. Yeah, bro. Oh, bro. bro Grew Black up on that stuff. My yep. Favorite, bro. <laughs> Hijack. Wait, two or one? Two. Nah, one, bro. Come on, I heard, I heard one's AG, but I reckon two was one of the best ones. Oh, borderline. <laughs> but um, sorry, like, yeah, the reason I say that is just. I felt like it was very unproductive, man. I just felt like, you know, it just burnt a lot of time. Whereas, like, I guess the reason why I did it was it's, to an extent, like, an escape after mahi, you yeah. know, just to chill out, vibe out. And I get that if, you know, anyone listens, you know, 
still jams or whatever thing that, that more life to you just for me it was just with djing like i just felt like i could take this elsewhere as well so like you know i'll be finding that i'll just chill in my room vibe out listen to music and and that's the beautiful thing you're just listening to new music using new pieces bringing it together then you'll just take it to like you know <laughs> backyard barbecue bro start jamming out <laughs> bro because like, i saw you all good you got you um you and jen had a birthday party or something okay and you were djing for the night was i when oh, i thought i saw a photo of you Hold on, I'm trying to remember. The- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been like no, a no, month, no, yeah, yeah, a month yeah. ago. It was, it was a dress up one, yeah. Oh yeah, this yeah. relates back to my memory. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, I got on the keys, man. <laughs> That's good, bro. So, obviously, another reason why I started this podcast was it's 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 almost a distraction from all the stress that you that yeah, obviously would would get from work. Sure. And obviously, being a DJ, well, not just being a DJ in general, like coming home and mm. it's you said like it's kind of an escape for you. I reckon that's real important for people, eh? And I think people need to find their escape because every day, day to day life, you're gonna you're gonna encounter something that's gonna either not sit well with you, and you'll dwell on it, or you'll just have an average day because we all have average days. Yeah. But it's important to get back on the horse, eh? And if you find something that brings you back to who you are. That's the best thing, and is would I be right in saying that this is that's what um, this does to you? Yeah, man. It, 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 I don't know if the word escape is the right one. It's like is it escape or hobby. The way, what, however, you know, our listeners interpret it. But ultimately, it's been something that you kind of look forward to. Something that gives you, again kind of relates back to purpose. Yeah. You know, something that that you just enjoy. You know. Um, it's always good to have just these additional touch points of doing you know things so like you know outside of this bro i do just like heaps of random things bro i do a little Tell bit us of, about those bro what do you do so i um so like you know i do a bit of djing um i also like run the odahu social media as well oh true. yeah bro so and then <laughs> that got me into a whole of learning about photoshop and design and stuff like that yeah so i've been just picking up the tools and just like pressing buttons and just you know just using that but yeah. you know it's just these little things out you know outside of everyday you know, work and stuff that i enjoy that like um challenges me as well you know because now you know if i'm representing kind of odahu on social media i always want to make sure that like i'm keeping people interested and everything in between 100%. yeah it just keeps me, keeps me busy bro yeah that's it man i like it I um like I was telling you before, but I'll tell the listeners as well. It, it's a refreshment, eh, mm. of hearing like new songs, but but old songs, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not songs that I traditionally listen to. Yeah, yeah. But after hearing them in a different context tonight, yeah, yeah, in a it's different light, a cool song, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, bro. <Yeah. coughs> it's a skill, though, bro. It is, bro. It's another. Skill. You can take it elsewhere. That's what I mean. Toolbox. Yeah, exactly. That's that. That's exactly it. Yeah, you, you get a bit of a feel for everything. Bro, tell us the biggest thing you've learnt growing up. Oh, sorry. <sighs> Man, why you got to hit me with the heavy stuff? Bro? Uh-huh. Um, I guess what comes to mind is, again, it's just always to have like a giving heart. Again, that, 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 that like the theme of what we've been talking about. Like, it's, it's it's always been about what you can give to others. Yeah. Um, I've learned to just be able to, you know, have a giving heart, like learn to, you know, make sacrifices, you know, at, at some times. Bro, because when you, when you keep giving and giving and giving, have you ever been betrayed by someone? 
because shit, you, bro. <laughs> because I'm just genuinely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm right, like, you know, right. I'm interested because you yeah, keep true. giving no, and giving true. and giving. Yeah, yeah. At what point does someone say, or does someone just take, 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 yeah. and, not, and not give back? And how, yeah, how yeah, do you bounce okay. back from that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, for sure, bro. I think that like it's a lie to say that doesn't happen you know when when you can feel like you're taken uh, advantage of or taken for granted yeah. you know um uh, ultimately for me the way i worked around that was just you know kind of kind of a trial and error approach so like over time i just you know made decisions about who who's my circle like who do i keep around me who add value to my life yeah. you know what i mean um and who's around for just a good time I yeah, think that's yeah. that's ultimately where I started to learn about wh- who I'm investing into, bro. Um, yeah, that, that, that's really how I learned about that True. one. Yeah, that's buzzy. Tell us what the um, tell us what the next five years looks looks for you, bro. <laughs> what, what, right. What's your plans? What's your yeah. goals? Um, oh, definitely on the. Definitely on the house saving buzz, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. How much? How crazy? Are house prices in the O nine. Yeah, I know. Holy shit! Because Laura I and I've. Um, putting being putting money away nice. to, to buy a house oh mean um but at this rate we would probably be keep saving for the next 20 years bro yeah, it's so pricey here yeah yeah i i it's don't a vibe here though, bro. i know it, it, it is kind of kind of like you know where everyone wants to be you know yeah, bro. and if you think about the world in general mm. and like i don't know 5g mm. let, let's give 5g for an example mm. the first place 5g is going to be in new zealand is in auckland Yep. you know what I mean like the yep. first touching point of everything yep. in the world will come through the 09 before yep. it goes anywhere else in the world yep. you know what I mean like if you want to stay up to date with what's going on yeah. and stuff you want to be immersed in the 09 and I, th- I reckon it's a vibe bro mm. um, and I've been able to compare mm. that to like rural life back down in the Naki true that true that um, yeah 09 bro get, get at it so 100% s- house saving <laughs> oh yeah, making a start on it, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. But um, yeah, just like house saving buzz. Um, still just playing footy and stuff, playing it because I enjoy it. Um, yeah, I guess in an ideal world, you know, putting a ring on my lady's finger. Sure, <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, giving me Stop your big eyes, me. man. <laughs> Stop lying. <laughs> Still ticking boxes, those ticking boxes. That's it. That's it. Um, tell us about your style, bro, and like all your, all your gear and your kits. Obviously, something there. Um, yeah, I I get a bit of inspiration from you, and just how you rock clothes, bro. Because I remember talking to Barlow about it. Yeah, I remember. I remember <laughs> saying to him, I "Shout out like, Barlow! Shout, <laughs> shout out to Barlow! Um, get him on this potty." Nah, he's not getting on the potty, bro. <laughs> He's not getting on the potty. There's no way. Sad guy. Um, I remember him and I having a chat and literally everything that you wear, I'm going to sound like I'm sucking in. <laughs> but care. Everything you wear, you suit, bro, and you rock it. And it's something that I'd be keen to rock, but I just can't rock it. And I don't know why. Okay. Maybe just because I'm, I'm ugly. But like, <laughs> like even like your hats and stuff, like they fit your dome, bro. like your kit, your, I don't know. <laughs> Tell, tell us about your inspiration. Just, just for, finish the podcast for okay. for um for your style and stuff, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So I do have a bit of a retail back background, bro. Oh, I didn't yeah, even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I did, uh, some some of my mahi like I worked at Helen Signs 
for like a year a bit when I was like 16 or so. Yeah. So that, that's when I started to get into the kind of the fashion scene and stuff. Even better was I think in that particular year, we did like a fashion show as well. We did like this internal kind of fashion show. You're not a model, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, anyone's looking, hey, hey, hit me up. Um, <laughs> just stuff like that. And it, it, it kind of ignited my interest into looking into that. Yeah. Um, so that was like kind of streetwear fashion, yeah. but then I think where my fashion taste really took a next step was when I moved to Country Road, and I had a so you uh, mean Country Road, yeah, yeah, and I um you know obviously that's kind of top line like fancy shit, bro. Like mm-hmm. I would have never worn that if I never went to yeah Country Road, bro. Because those boots you wear, are they from Country Road? <laughs> nah, bro. Those are RMs. Oh yeah, there's another gift from Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop going lavish on me, bro. Stop going lavish on me. <laughs> we still have dial up in Taranaki, bro. <laughs> Just give us a rest. Holy heck. Um, it's always giving me um, shit for um, about Taranaki Wi Fi and stuff. So at, at our old house. Oh, straight. Uh, you're not lying. Slow. It's dial up. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> keep you no, in prayers. No. <laughs> but I kept lagging out of games and stuff for a while there. Oh. They always used to say I'd have dial-up and I'd always used to make those dial-up sounds. Can you remember the dial-up sounds? Yeah. Oh, no. So carry on, bro. Must be. Must be. (laughs) I feel for you, brother. Um, So, yeah, Country Road. And I was really inspired by like my manager there. He was also a Samoan guy. Yeah. Um, He just had mean fashion taste. I think he's working to do his own line eventually as well. But he was just very outgoing, very, like, worn, just amazing fits and everything in between things that you don't usually like he was he was like me to extra like an extra version of me but like True. i think if anything the confidence was what made it yeah. it was 100 percent the way he strided with it it was like yo that's a vibe yeah. but um I, I guess today like what inspires me and i think will be i don't know about other you know people listening out there but it's shape yeah, bro. It's and shape. Fit clothes. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'm always I'm not necessarily looking like for an individual kind of fit. I'm kind of looking for like how that shape plays into my whole entire wardrobe. Yeah. If I'm missing that shape yeah. to an extent, and if the shape fits what I'm wearing. So the idea is that like you can have a rotation of only like say you have like three pairs of pants with three different shapes and three pairs of, you know, and three jumpers or hoodies, you know, three, like you have three of like each, but they all have kind of a different shape to it and you'd mix it up each time. If that makes a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with your shorts, like with the Earl's, like I wouldn't go hundred, sorry, I wouldn't go a hundred and like buy every single Earl short there. Why are you digging at me, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I've got, that's so stupid, eh? Um, How many do you have right now? Oh, bro, I don't know. I've got the what the black, the white, the green, the yellow, the red, the candy, the blue. Hey, I mean that's not bad, man. That's not bad. It's all right. It's all oh, right. bro, I'm an antique collector, <laughs> and um, <laughs> Wait, I saw, bro, because oh, Laura, Laura and I obviously we're planning on saving money and shit, and then bro, Earls just keep doing it, bro. Like I saw a post on yeah, their Instagram, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. had like four new colorways, and one of them was like um, a white pair, but like a Houston. Yeah. Like a red and yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Yeah. And like Phoenix Suns colorway. Oh, no. But I just, I was just like, fuck, set up automatic payments to him, eh? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so who's your, if you think about... um Louis Brown, man. Get this guy um 
Uh, like Louis Brown, near the, yeah, near the model in here. shout out to Louis Brown, bro. You, um, I'll flick your DM. I'll, I'll, I'll FaceTime you tomorrow. Get on the potty. You get um, a request. Yeah, get on the potty, bro. Um, <laughs> in terms of like just people in general, who inspires you for fashion? Oh, hundred percent. The guy that I was talking about at Country Road. Yeah, so that's very like local near me. Yeah. Um. Also, like. Oh, obviously there's like the Pinterest and Instagram here and there like you'll see a fit like yo that's on yeah. but even even like I keep it local at the same time like David Dallas as well oh yeah 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 so he's sure. from South as well but I lo- I've always loved his fits growing up it's real basic real yeah. basic but again you take a look at the shape he always keeps it quite consistent yeah you know um, I, I, yeah. I guess another thing that I kind of get inspired by when in terms of fashion and regarding you is I remember when we were in Wellies in that hotel one night and we were going out. Oh, in that hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got an ironing board out and you started ironing your shirt. And I was oh, like, yeah. what is this guy? Up <laughs> Come on, bro. What are you doing, bro? You're not you're not that cool. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and you started ironing the shirt. And I can't remember when I came over and I was yeah. like, what are you up to? Yeah. Um, bro, I've started ironing all my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's important, bro. Iron your shirts. And how you'd Please. fold them and stuff. Oh, bro. I'm you know, totally like being that, yeah. that pick, not picky, but yeah. like, you know what you want. That's it. And, I, and I that's the thing, bro. Me. Like, sorry, bro. I'll, I'll cut over you again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember, obviously, you and I both into our snapbacks and stuff mm, and, mm. And, and hats and stuff. And I remember um, I bought a new era snapback case, like a hard case, so you can travel. Because, bro, I always used to buy hats. Yeah. And like used to travel with them, and they always used to either get like squished no, in a bag or, case. bro, that up. is like a staple. That's yeah. up there with oxygen. That shit. And <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, so New Era is pretty much a, a, it's like a hat brand, a staple hat brand, yeah. yeah. And they they came out with like a uh, a hard case, a branded hard case, so you can travel with all your yeah. all your snapbacks. Doesn't get crunched, so they don't get crunched and yeah. and shit like that. Um. I remember I had one, and so you've since got one, eh? Hundred, bro. I knew. I realized. I was like, I need that. Yeah, it's yeah. so so important, bro. Because I remember seeing your snapback, like, yeah. just snapped under your like one of your um your things on your bag. Yeah, you know how yeah, you like yeah. tie them around. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. putting it in the bag. Bro. It's just not the same, nah, bro. Nah. Eh? It yeah. needs a, it loses its shape. It does, bro. Yeah. I heard like like spray starch is good for them as well, eh? I've heard, yeah, like, I've heard about that. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, obviously, you know, Percy's... Yeah, 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 yeah. You get his headwear. Do you follow his headwear page on Instagram? Yeah. How he restores hats? Yeah. And cleans them? That's cool, eh? I do the same. Oh, is yeah, that how you do yours? Yeah, that's how I did them as well. So, like, what, uh, obviously... What a copycat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, shout out, Percy, you know, Percy's... Or, um, What's his real bro, name, Matt. Bro? I think his, real, his Matt. name's Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I, did, I got that wrong. Oh. But, um, yeah, I got all my hats, all my snaps from All of those up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just buy into the whole idea of vintage, man. There's a beauty about it. Like, you know, those guys keep it authentic, man. Like, yeah. it comes from that era, you know, yeah. in terms of those hats. And, and it's, you know, the sentimental value out, out of that, like, for me, yeah, it's, I'm willing to pri- pay that price point. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. I appreciate that, that it came from You got to look so. after your kit as well, eh? Because it's expensive, yeah. bro. And if I, yeah. If, Fashion goes around in circles, bro. Yeah. If you hold on to your stuff, yeah. you know what I mean, and you look after it. Yeah. Thirty years time. Oh, look at the world. It'll be now, a man. vibe, bro. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. wearing vintage now. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone's wearing vintage. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like almost that. like you're a little bit, you're a little bit odd if you don't. Yeah. Bro, here's yeah. the other thing. Like, here's the extent that you and I'd go to. I've got a branded new era mm. lint remover. 
So you can, oh my goodness. so like you can like brush, <laughs> brush like I can brush my snapbacks and get all the lint off it, so it looks clean again. Yeah. So stretch, bro. Oh, very. I don't know what you're bought into there, bro. That's the good old sellotape around the handles. <laughs> Just oh, but yeah, more life to you. So you, um, <laughs> you're into your shisha and stuff like that as well, eh? Ah, oh, yeah, is, bro. Is that just like a side hobby, bro? Or yeah, 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 bro. Like, so with the shisha, <laughs> uh, I'm sure, like you know, all the shisha, good, you know, goers love it too. It's more just the conversational essence of it. So like, I, I love to just pull it out and just jam it while you know everyone's around, and like you just pull it. I just like that conversational side of it. Yeah. You know, you just get to chill and you just talk. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that side of things. Eh, I used to go to like the cafes with the boys and stuff until like. Just got hella expensive, man. So yeah. I just got my own. Yeah, bro. They Does do a job pretty pricey, eh? Oh. And then what? It's like another two dollars for like an ice pipe or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, more than that, bro. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's it gets it's you can get you it's can gotten get a, pretty a lot good more expensive rush, eh? when it first started. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, a bit. What's your favorite brands, bro? Right now, um, oh, I love ugly. Are killing it though. Yeah, yep. bro. I went to um in my police college in my recruit ring. Yeah, um, there, there was a girl there. Her brother designs all their kit. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Designs them all, bro. They, oh, I'm in love with their merch, bro. Everyone in the office as well, because we're like we're, we're real casual at work. Like you can wear whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. And it's so funny, like when clients come in and stuff. Everyone's wearing our logo, and they're like, "Oh, is that is that like the work uniform or something?" Yeah, yeah, taking yeah. the piss out of all of us. Yeah, yeah. like, bro, jump on wearing. I love ugly, bro. These corduroys, I love ugly, bro. Like, really? Yeah. Bro, I used to have a pair fits of pants, fits, bro, and they're like real good quality, eh? Yeah, real good quality. What happened to them? I don't know, bro. <laughs> Maybe I lost them. Actually, no, I still. Oh no, they're not. Remember Thing Thing? Remember the brand Thing? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Thing Thing. Yeah, yeah. Thing Thing. Did you like that? Oh, I liked a few of the pants. Yeah, my brother-in-law used to jam them hard, bro, when they were a vibe. And when he grew, when he outgrew them, he just used to yeah. eight hundred hand-me-downs type of thing, <laughs> bro. But uh, bro, hand-me-downs, if anything, bro, they're a blessing. They I would are, say like sixty percent of my stuff's hand-me-downs. It's just how you rock them, man. That's it, bro. That's how you rock them. Um, you're pretty keen on your photography as well, eh? Yeah, I am, bro. <laughs> Again, touching back on like just being a fan of trying to do anything and everything. Um, I do a lot of film photography, so you know, obviously on my Instagram, everything's bro, I just saw your film vlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Dope. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I did a little vlog on, um, I guess, the whole protest we had a couple of weeks back in relation to the Black Lives Matters protests. Yeah, bro. And that was that was a beautiful day. Yeah, just the amount of support and love and unity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was crazy, bro. What, I just um, wanted to capture it. What are your thoughts on um, Black Lives Matter, bro? Man, I I think it's a no brainer, bro. That I think is. what's happening um, in America is not okay, not normal. Um, and I think Their country's whack, bro. I don't know what to think about today. Eh? Um, it's pretty out the gate, eh? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, it's just insane. From the outside looking in, you know, you just kind of throw your hands in the air about just, I would even go to say, like, the atrocities that are happening over there, bro. Yeah. I don't understand just how police think, and you know, it's just crazy. And and also, like, you know, just the whole battle around, you know, people saying, you know, well, all lives matter, you know, I, that is the but case. I agree with that. Yeah. What, 
like wholeheartedly all lives 100 percent do matter mm. but at the same time you're oblivious man yeah hey. yeah i think the best way to describe it right is a real quick line of analogy is you know the classic story around you know there's there's a lady who's screaming on the street um, and then you know another lady goes and runs up to her and she's like oh what's wrong and she's like my house is on fire my house is on fire and then she, and then you know the lady who said what's wrong is like oh yeah but what about my house do you care about my house yeah and it's like well i mean yeah sure your house matters but this is the house that's on fire right now and needs help <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah 100%. it's like get your head out of the gutter like stop you know like, they you're not they wouldn't they wouldn't know what it was if it slapped them in the face eh? it's it's scary to think that uh you know some people out there have that kind of mentality and and belief system that uh it's, it's an interesting one man but if anything i think it's that that's you know and as part of that vlog piece i did was um kind of translating it to what it means here at home as well because yeah. i think you're also oblivious if you think it doesn't happen here oh bro you're part of the problem if, <laughs> if you think it doesn't happen yeah, eh? yeah i think everyone has a job to you know, at the least, open the conversation and have a chat about it, talk about it, yeah, accept bro. it, and say that it, you know, understand that it, this is something happening. Yeah, hundred percent. Like man. I mentioned in my in my um, second podcast, mm, that mm. I wasn't fully educated about it, yeah. and it's something that I need to do. Yeah, um, bro. We'll move on. Tell us about <laughs> like you follow NFL, NBA, American sports. Yeah, uh, I'm like a pretty lame fan of NBA. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, bro. Who's, who's your team, bro? Sixers. Sixers. Why do you like the Sixers? Hey, what's so good about the Sixers? Ah, uh, I did love kind of the AI, bro. Eleven, ah, eleven. Allen Iverson, bro. I loved what he was all about, what he stood for, bro. How he was different and everything in between. I just translated. I just didn't want to bandwagon on anyone else, bro. So, uh, if anyone's listening and uh, they take, you know, they take it out this year, um. I was a day one. I didn't bandwagon, bro. <laughs> 76 is right here, bro. Simmons. B. My Simmons. guy. B. Simmons. Not no NFL, nothing like that. Nah. That's a bro, vibe, bro. you got to get into it. Learn I know you love it. I know you love it. I love it, bro. But I find it too slow, bro. Yeah. I hate it. the stop start. I can't stand it. I guess that's probably the only the only downfall to it when you watch it. But yeah. once you understand what every little stoppage is for and how yeah. it's tactical and like... I guess, and how it's like theoretical and stuff. That's that's what makes it cool, bro. Um, fair enough. Strategies fair enough. and stats and stuff like that. Yeah. But like those American sports shows that like lead up to it, like inside the NBA and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. They like dive real deep into stats and like real. That's cool, bro. I enjoy that side of things, eh? Hey. Yeah, bro. Uh, that's yeah. good. I like the tactical side of, especially like offense and stuff. Like when you attack, like. Yeah. In NBA and stuff. Having like a breakdown of um, Having a breakdown what the play of, was. Bro, that stuff's so interesting. Yeah, bro, yeah, there's yeah. a, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Hard Knocks. Have you heard of Hard Knocks? No. It's a, um, so every preseason, a, f- a film crew yeah. films from day one yeah. to your first season game for, yeah. of an NFL team. Yeah. It's, fu- it's fucking cool. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I have to. Oh, Is yeah, that I on um, ESPN? Uh, sorry, ESPN or? I don't know, bro. I, I haven't watched it in a few years, but oh, I used yeah. to. I used to watch it. I think this year's the Rams and the Chargers. Yeah, in LA. All right. Um, I I know you and you and Jen went on a holiday to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. What was that like, bro? I tell Jen every day. Oh, not every day, but every time we talk about it, I would live there in a heartbeat. Really? I love Vietnam, man. Really? Yeah, love it. What What makes you say that? Ah, uh, just the way of life. Uh, it, 
they're very, like you know Vietnamese are very uh, similar to Samoans in terms of you know um, putting others before themselves. They're very like very nice, kind people. Yeah. Um, also, like the way of life, it's not it's not necessarily like ruled by law, um, like here in New Zealand. Yeah. It's it's kind of ruled by like um, common sense to a degree. Bro, <laughs> I don't know how it should be. You know, like you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I get what you mean, but just like it, it translates, you know, right to the way they drive. You know, like um, oh, the way they drive is hectic, but it works. <laughs> There's like there's traffic lights, sure they kind of exist, but for the most part, bro, it's just everyone just being considerate on the road and like the way I describe it is you know, on when it's hella packed, it's like um, a school of fish moving around, um, you know, being the scooters or the smaller cars <laughs> moving around like a whale, being the truck or the bus. Your analogies just, are on the bus, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, bro. They just all move around and they just yeah. work. They yeah. just work, bro. <laughs> it's hectic, eh? But like, obviously, if you're a foreigner, you're just panicking because yeah, you're right. just like, bro there's a bunch of there's this traffic coming straight at you yeah, yeah. and then they just all move around you it's <laughs> like holy heck but what, um, what was the food like over there food was amazing you like Vietnam food eh yep Vietnamese food is my favourite pho what's it um, called summer rolls pho like yeah. P-H-O pho yeah. pho um, Jen's mum makes it for me oh really and I will munch she loves because you know Jen's mum loves loves when I come over and eat her food because yeah. I'm I demolish it, bro. Oh, true. Yeah, and you know, obviously, it's only girls in the house. Um, you know, she, along she with that. She doesn't have any brothers, eh? No, nah, no, no brothers. So, you know, the girls don't eat too much. <laughs> but like, yeah, her mum is so stoked when I just like smash back three or four bowls. <laughs> oh, like, so, what is pho? Pho is like, like a noodles and shit. Yeah, yeah, oh, it, bro, it's like a really nice noodle beef soup. Yeah. with like uh, I think the meat makes it though it's not like a fully cooked meat it's like a it's been brewing for a little bit and it's like <laughs> tender <laughs> oh, bro. and it's just like vegetables and top it's like we'll, we'll have to go we'll, 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 we'll hit up some, some bro, I remember that soon. time that you smashed two bowls of pho in Whangarei and I don't I don't think I could have even ate half of one and summer rolls bro I'm not a fan of summer rolls eh? I'd rather just spring rolls <sighs> Uncultured, <laughs> <laughs> close-minded. <laughs> oh. We're in the podcast here, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, that's all good. You give it a second chance, bro. We'll, we'll go out. Yeah, I might. So, what's your um, what's your go-to cheat meal, bro? Cheat meal? Yeah, cheat meal. Yeah. So uh, after footy, bro, easy. It's uh, Macca's. Um, I get a double quarter pounder hunger buster combo. <sighs> Steam the buns, take the pickles out. Um, uh, chocolate thick shakers, the drink, yeah. and then chocolate sundae. Yeah. Oh, large. And yeah, large. <laughs> all large, bro. So that comes with the cheeseburger as well, and all the buns are steamed. So have to. Holy shit, bro! Have to, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I wonder what the most um out the gate Macca's order would be. <laughs> and there's a like, like Laura gets a um, like a cheeseburger, removes the tomato sauce, adds. Big Mac sauce from puts pickles in steamed bun, add mayo, <laughs> like stu- just stupid shit. Eh? If I was the person hearing that order, I'd be like, "This prick is not getting any of that. that is just way too far." Bro, be careful, way eh? who that cook is, mate. They might not be happy around that one. Hundred percent. But um, yeah, bro, it's either that or it used to be KFC, but after I used to work at KFC, it was my first job. Oh yeah. Yeah, bro, kind of got sick of it after some time. <laughs> yeah, you would have got sick of that, eh? How, bro, how do they how do they cook their chicken? 
Oh, just big fryers, bro, the size of washing machines. Holy shit, really? Yeah, man, they're huge. Actually? Yeah, and there's like six of them going off at once. Oh, my God. That's not easy, bro. Have you, have you seen the state of the chicken before they go in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, state go of the chicken's good, bro. Give so, us the rundown. Um, so it's... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, I'll just reminisce my KFC days. Um, so the chicken's real mean, actually. Yeah. It's teagled chicken, you know, so it's from the producer teagle yeah so like it's real good quality yeah comes through you know sits in a freezer and what have you and then it goes into like a uh sorry we like you know obviously put the flour around it and the flour has like the secret herbs and spices on it can you tell us what the secret herbs and spices nah, are? Nah, bro, because you can't see it. It looks like <laughs> flour, bro. Do you know what they are? Nah. Stop lying. Tell it. Tell nah. my bro. Come on. Oh, wish, do my bro. followers a solid. And give them the lowdown on the KFC <laughs> recipe. I wish, man. No, I didn't even know. They wouldn't even let me know, bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, put the flower in. loves KFC, eh? Yeah. Absolutely, bro. Holy shit. You not like KFC? Oh, I love KFC, oh, bro. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was going to say, it was a bit weird, but <laughs> someone doesn't like KFC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, and then you chuck it in the fry, and Bob's your uncle, you got, you got your fried chicken, bro. But, um, yeah, I'll tell you a good story about um the potatoes. The potato, potato and gravy. Yeah, bro, go ahead. Um, so I heard, you know, this was before my time over there, but like uh, the potato and gravy for the most part, it's not it's not potato. You're joking. Um, oh, what a boycott. Give or take. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 give or take. What a joke. Give or take. It, it, it's like whey. <laughs> What's whey? It's like a, it's you know, like protein powder. It's like some whey looking uh, stuff. Oh, it's just a powder. And it's just mixed in water. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no. it's mixed over time, and it becomes like a mashed potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. If if, it, if anyone saw this guy's face right now, he's distraught, heartbroken. Um, and it's a similar theme with the gravy, but obviously gravy is made like that. Like, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but previously, what they used to tell me, um, you know, what it used to be made out of. Woo. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna deny nor confirm. Like I, I don't want to know. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. what the old cooks used to say is like, oh man, if you think it's fucking whack now, you should have seen what it used to be. Oh and, no. And um, so you know, obviously with the huge washing machine as um, fryers, obviously the drippings have to go somewhere. So it goes at the bottom of the, of like the washing machine. <laughs> oh, that is thing. so rank. <laughs> <laughs> and what they'll say is, you know, they'll use that. They used to use that as the as potato and gravy. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Whether you want to believe that, that's up to you. But I'm just <laughs> sharing uh, whatever I heard. Anything else you want to touch on, brother? Um, no, man. If anything, I just want to kind of commend you, bro. I think what you're doing is amazing. I think, like, you definitely inspired me to, you know. We, we talked about this, like, we touched on, um, you know, you definitely igniting the flame in me to you know pick up my own works and in terms of like looking at a podcast or yeah, doing my own media related stuff and and like you know make you know actually giving it a go because yeah. i know i've been putting it off for a while very like it's been a huge blessing and like even the content that you've been putting out bro like it's raw it's authentic you know people have been coming to me bro like when i share it on my story like yeah, they yeah. tell me like yo this guy's like 
dope, bro. He's oh, real. good, bro. That's good news. Exactly, man. Oh, like, I appreciate that. Nah, thank you, brother. Nah, it's been awesome to get you on the potty, even though it's been with all your equipment, bro. Oh, good. Any time. Humble beginnings, but that's it. That's awesome it. to have you on, brother. Awesome to spend some time with you tonight. And um, obviously, when I come up the line and, and stay here for good, that's be keen us. to make Always. these mandatory. Yeah. All day, every day, brother. Yeah. Shout Here out to I yours. Um, th- th- thanks for listening, everyone. Um, <laughs> that was episode three, I think, of the Always Love podcast. There it we'll, is. Um, we'll try and keep these pumping out um, on on the rig. But uh, if you have any ideas or you know anyone that's pretty keen to jump on, um, we're keen to let everyone share their story. So in there. Um, uh, until then, we'll um, catch you to the next one. See you. Let's go.